This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And for the fourth straight Sunday in a row, we are talking about a Carolina Panthers loss. This time, maybe the most embarrassing loss of the season. It was horrendous. I, I Washington has been awful on offense all year. Like, one of the last-ranked teams, and they put up 29 points. They rushed for over 200 yards. Almost I mean, I, 250 yards. I, this is just ridiculous. There was no effort out there on defense. There was really little effort on offense. Horrible play calling. After the first two drives, I don't know what it was, but let's just throw deep every first down. So Kyle Allen drops back. I think he got sacked four times on first down this game. This was awful. Just pure awful. Yeah, um, uh, 10 minutes into this game, it was 14-0 Panthers, and honestly, the offense could not be stopped. The defense looked good on the one drive they had defended. Um, I think we were all probably expecting this to be a blowout. Yeah, I was. Kyle Allen was 8-for-8 with two touchdowns, and I was like, all right, it's time to just ride Christian McCaffrey. It's what we expected, right? This is the game that we expected played out in the first 10 minutes. We expected this just to be a dominant Panthers victory. Uh, Nothing to worry about here. We'd already marked it down as a win. We were going to come out, you know, six and six and then see what happens the rest of the way. And then the Redskins scored 29 points in a row. It was just pathetic. (laughs) It was Ron and all the coaches on that staff. It was a pathetic outing. The coaching staff just played a horrible game after that. Like I said, I don't know what got up Norv Turner, but he went back to his game plan against Atlanta where he just wants to pass the ball. Kyle Allen had 46 attempts this game. 46. We weren't out of this game where we had to pass. Christian McCaffrey had only 14 rushes. 14. That's unacceptable for this team. 46 attempts, and he got sacked seven times. So he dropped back, what, 53 times? 53 pass plays to 20 rushing plays total for the Panthers. And actually, some of those rushing plays weren't even rushing plays. That was just 20 rushing attempts. Some of those were Kyle Allen scrambles. Four of them were Kyle Allen scrambles. Uh, one was an Alex Arma goal line run, and then another was a DJ Moore failed attempt. Yeah. Another horrible play call yeah. by North Turner. Alex, we're backed up on our one, and instead of heading it to our formerly potential MVP candidate because a team with this type of record is has no MVP candidate, just point blank, no matter well, how what he we'll, does. We'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah. but you hand it off to Alex Arma, who gets two, but that's going to be his max of getting anything is two, three yards. He's not going to break one off. Meanwhile, if McCaffrey was back there, there was a slight hole that he could have maybe danced for eight yards and set it up better. No, we just went to throw the ball, throw the ball. Oh, we got a punt. Just... Yeah, this the game plan was stupid. Again, I, I, there's no other word for it because you, especially when you're already up fourteen nothing, 
At, at that point, just ride McCaffrey. You've been riding McCaffrey all year long. Why are you not riding him at the point when you should be riding him? When you're up 14, everything's working. Mm-hmm. But no, you're like, I don't know if they thought, oh, well, let's get, you know, let's see what Kyle can do out here. Let's just let him spread the ball around, see what happens. It's like the team that started the game was not the team that, you know, the, the team of the first 10 minutes was not the team of the last 50 minutes. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. It was. I've because never seen, after, I honestly have never seen anything like it. After I've never, that first quarter, we just started running or we just started passing. I remember yeah. I, I texted you in the middle of the sex, second quarter. I was, we have 19 pass attempts to nine, nine rushes. rushes. Yeah. It was, why and are it we only got this? worse from there. And <laughs> that, at that time, we were still up 14 6. I was like, why are we not running the ball? And then, of course, first down. Let's do a deep pass play, not getting the ball out of his hand, hurry, and he would get sacked. Oh, no, second and 15. Now we got to pass. Oh, we didn't make that third and 15. We got to pass again. <clears throat> this coaching staff completely needs to be fired. I am tired of it. It's, this is just lame, stupid play calling. This is not the set, first time it's happened. The Atlanta game's another one. They just need to be gone. I don't care if they fire everybody and the players go coach themselves out for the rest of the year. Uh, that might be better. Um, I, I've been a very staunch Ron Rivera defender, uh, especially over the last few years, just because, number one, I think he is a good coach, although this game definitely made me rethink that. Um, I think he's a good man. I'm done. Uh, I'm, I, done I I'm done defending him. I can't. The way the team played today against a, a vastly inferior opponent, an inferior quarterback, and inferior running backs, mm-hmm. it was just they they looked like the better team. Washington Redskins, who were two and nine coming into the game, looked like the better team. Two two and nine fired their head coach earlier this season, got their first win in a long time last week. I they've just haven't done anything. Dwayne Haskin hasn't looked good at all, and he looked decent today. Competent. I mean, he, I mean, there <laughs> was times didn't make crazy mistakes. Oh, just unlike unlike his counterpart out there. Um, yeah. I mean, Darius Geis came into the game with like seventy four career rushing yards over three or four games, and looked like an all pro running back. Averaged t- almost thirteen yards a carry. Had, just gashing them up the yeah. middle over and over again. Adrian Peterson found the fountain of youth. You know, he he looked great. He averaged almost eight yards a carry. It just, I, I have no words. They didn't really throw the ball on us, but they didn't have to. No. And that's what we needed to do is we needed to get up. We got up early and keep putting, throttling them. Instead, we just, we went to something that's not our bread and butter for some reason, and we lost. We lost this, pathetically. And was, I'm ready to write off the season and lose out to get a better draft pick to either get a better offensive line tackle because that's been garbage Ugh. and a new Offen- coaching yeah. staff. The offensive line was terrible today. Um, Kyle Allen didn't do him any favors with his performance back there either. He held the ball way too long. He was not seeing wide open players. He wasn't taking the easy check downs. I mean, and this commentating crew was pretty bad, but even they were calling out, you know, uh, Christian McCaffrey in the flat several times. 
at the end of the game, Jarius Wright wide open in the end zone. On yep. Apparently, that's what the play was. That, that should be his read. That was his read. That should have been the, that's exactly where the ball should have gone. He just didn't. I don't know if he was rattled. I don't know. Uh, sure, he was rattled. You Kyle know. Allen's an okay backup, a decent backup, but that is all as he is. It's time to see Will Greer. It's time to see what he has out there. I, I agree. And, and I, at this time, like I said, I'm happy to lose out. I'm happy to lose out to try to hopefully get a top 10 pick because that's all we have to look forward to and start well, looking at new coaching staffs. It would probably benefit the franchise more to lose out. Um, mm-hmm. It would not be fun to watch, but I, I, I see logically, mm-hmm. you know, that makes most sense. Um, I do agree that we should probably see what real Will Greer has at this point because we know what Kyle Allen is. He's going to be a guy that can come out sometimes and look amazing and come out sometimes and look like trash. And Ron Rivera will tell you, well, he needs more playing time. He needs more playing time. And maybe that's true, but I don't think that the next coaching staff that comes in here, because believe it or not, there will be another coaching staff that comes in here probably next season. They're not going to keep Kyle Allen as their quarterback. Oh, no. It's just not going to happen. I personally think whoever the coaching staff should keep Cam, even though I'm still curious about his shoulder and everything. For $21 million, I think you keep Cam. You see what he has. See if he can, if you can tailor an offense to him to see if he gets healthy. And then if he, if he's not, then you move on. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, I think, pro, you know, maybe not even keep Cam, but you see what Cam is. You know, come training camp, mm-hmm. see if he's healthy. Uh, get him out there, let him throw the ball around, and then you can make that decision. You know, yeah. you can still trade Cam before the season starts if that's the way you want to go. Um, you definitely don't cut Cam. I've heard people say cut Cam. That's the dumbest possible thing you could do. You can at least get something for him if you want to get rid of him. Yes, exactly. Um, but, I mean, let's just kind of... I mean, it's is depressing to look at, but, um, I mean, Dwayne Haskins, like we said, he was okay. 13 for 25, 147 yards. Did not turn the ball over. Um, he didn't fumble. He didn't throw an interception. Uh, Darius Geis, 10 carries, 129 yards, two touchdowns. He looked like a great running back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. had a nice looked, long run, but all of his runs like, were powerful. He looked like what people thought he was going to be coming out of LSU last year, and then with all the injuries. Yeah. But he hasn't looked like that at all. So No, he hasn't. He, In fact, he's looked bad in his first three games uh, of this season. He just looked terrible. Mm-hmm. And this game... I mean, we talked about it in our preview. You know, you you said that they were the 27th rushing team in terms of production. And I said, not after this game. Nope. And they won't be. They'll be higher in the rankings because that's what the Panthers do. They allow 200 rushing yards to teams that shouldn't do it. And you know what? This is Ron Rivera's defense. Again, another reason why he should be fired in the locker room after this game. No, I agree, and I think that's that's been one of my main things is that he's a defensive coach. The defense has always been good or at least competent. This defense is bad. This defense is terrible. This they defense are, this is horrible. It's not a good defense. Um, Adrian Peterson, 13 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. He, I mean, they honestly, they look like they could run the ball anytime they wanted, and unlike other teams that have played us, they did it. 
they just ran the ball every time because they didn't have confidence in their quarterback. Well, this is the game that the Panthers should have come out and stopped the run. Load the box. Make Dwayne Haskins throw the ball and beat you. I don't think he could have done it. Now, there are some injuries to the defensive line a little bit during the game, but it just, after that, it wasn't even that big of a deal because they came back. Brian Burns Just scheme-wise, right? Scheme-wise. came back, yeah. Load the box. Take away the run. I want to do something real quick. This is since the Jacksonville Jaguars. We gave up 27 points, 26 points, 51 points, 20 points, uh, 24, 29, 34, 29. That is just astronomically way too good for a defensive coach for a team that's built to run the ball and play defense. That is just awful. Awful, yep. And I don't even want to know what the rushing yards were in those games. That's that's Mm -hmm. something we'll maybe look at um, on Wednesday, but... Um, you know, for Panthers, Kyle Allen was 27 of 46, 278 yards, two touchdowns and interception. He also fumbled the ball twice, lost one of them. Uh, McCaffrey, like we said, hardly used 14 carries, 44 yards. Uh, DJ Moore had another okay game, six receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown on 12 targets, six receptions. Curtis Samuel was dropping the ball all over the place, four, four catches for 65 yards and a touchdown. Uh, by the way, both of those touchdowns came in the first 10 minutes of the game for those yep. guys. Uh, and then McCaffrey, seven for 58. Um, McCaffrey dropping the ball today. Everybody dropped the ball. Nobody did their part today. No, Nobody, nobody did their part. And, and McCaffrey, I don't believe, has had a drop in his since his rookie season, I think it was. Up until this game, so and he had two or three today. I thought I three. three. Yeah, I thought I had three, but someone said that one was uncatchable. Which it's McCaffrey. I think he can because he got his hands can. on it. It's catchable. <laughs> um, yeah, it just a, a game. And and by the way, we recovered an onside kick in this game, which oh yeah never happens. Seven percent chance. Which seven percent happened twice. Thursday night with the Falcons, and then it happens today with the Panthers. Um, Jermaine Carter had a heck of a play. It was I, a good I, play all around. I don't know what the Washington hands team was doing. It's like they just kind of let it go right through them. Um, but just a, a nice nice, <laughs> nice kick by Sly and a great, like you said, great play by Carter. He just laid it out for Pilardi. it. Caught it. Oh, was it Pilardi? Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. I didn't know that. Um, well, that's a, that's kind of a shame. I was hoping it was Sly. <laughs> <sighs> oh, well. Because <laughs> um, I, yeah. I saw the number out there and I didn't see the beard. I was like, hey, I guess Pilardi. I mean, Pilardi obviously had a better kick. Whoever can do it, right? Yeah. Um, so we actually had a chance to tie this game at the very end. And another, for the fourth game this season, another chance to either win or tie at the end of the game at the goal line was failed. It, it's just pathetic. Our our goal line call play calling is awful. Just straight up awful. Oh, the There's play calling is bad any... the execution is bad. I mean, McCaffrey gets stopped every time. Well, every not only time. that, we go up the middle every time. Why <laughs> not do a sweep of something out there? It just doesn't ever seem to work. I know the first run to McCaffrey is going to go up the middle. 
Well, we had Curtis Samuel doing an end around that if he would have gotten the ball, he would have had a really good chance to score. Nope. McCaffrey gets stopped two, three yards back. Just stupid play calling. Always up the middle with McCaffrey. It's Then we get into the situation where we have to throw the ball. Kyle Allen gets back there. He frantically starts scurrying around because the offensive line can only hold a person in place for a split second before they're like a turnstile giving them way. Ole! Here's my quarterback. Ugh. I'm just sick and tired of this season. I'm sick and tired of this offensive line, this coaching staff. I'm fed up with them. I agree. Um, that last play, you know, apparently it was executed well on everyone except the quarterback. Kyle Allen did not see Jarius Wright slip out wide open into the right side of the end zone. Instead, he decided to run backwards. Was it 23, 25 yards, something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, no no shot. No shot at it yeah. once he started running backwards. Um He's it reminded not. me of Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, this game this game reminded me a lot of Jimmy Clausen. No, because whenever he Jimmy Clausen would get the ball and he felt any sort of pressure, he would turn around and run backwards. He would never step up in a pocket. He wouldn't move. It, it was oh. yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, missed opportunities, I guess, in this game, right, Jerry? Missed opportunities. Missed firing of a coach last offseason. Oh, man. Um, I don't even know what else to say. I, I, I think we're good. I mean, I feel I, there's not much else we can go over this that the, our Panther fans don't already feel. I mean, this this was a game they should have won. They had a better roster, but Washington came out, outplayed them. This is why I don't go to Panthers games, honestly. This is why I haven't been to a Panthers game in a couple of years because this is the way I feel like it could go. You know, you play an inferior team and they play down to inferior teams. And this is yeah. not this is a Ron Rivera staple. They play down to inferior teams. They play close games or they lose to teams that they should beat. Mm-hmm. And teams that, that that should beat them, like the Green Bay Packers, they play their asses off. Or the Saints. Hey. They play and this, extremely hard. This is a type of game where we're up 14 nothing. We should have scored again, and mm-hmm. then then they should have become one-dimensional, and we should have just stomped them out. But they don't want to do that. I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. It's, it's the way he likes to play the game. I, I don't. I'm just done. I'm flab- honestly flabbergasted with the, play- the game plan for this game. It made no sense. It made no nope. No sense at all. If you're trying to win a game, then that's not how you do it. It's just not how you do it. Um, do you remember what our beer bet of the week was? For yeah, this game? it was over under three interceptions for Dwayne Haskins, and we didn't really get the pressure that I was expecting us to do. I did. I was expecting us to make them one dimensional and start getting pressure on them, and it didn't happen. So congratulations, you won our beer bet of the week. All right, that's. Uh, I'm on a bit of a streak. Yeah. Panthers are on a losing streak. I'm on a winning streak. Do you want to do... Uh, I'm not doing heroes this week. I want to do zeros? I've got a hero. Okay. Joey Sly. I'm going to give it to him because I think he was the only one that actually went out and executed what he was supposed to do today. His three extra points? He made them all. He didn't miss. He was mm. the... Tell me another person that did what they were supposed to do today. I mean, maybe DJ Moore, but he had 12 targets and only six receptions uh no this whole team this is the first 
game that I I can't even say Christian McCaffrey because I don't think we gave him enough chance. We dropped three balls. Oh yeah, there we go. You know, and I don't know if, who says it's two, but I saw three. Um, now I'm giving it to Sly. I, there, I, th- I just think after a bad game last week, a terrible game last week, where his mm-hmm. job was in jeopardy, he came out and he at least converted on every opportunity he got, and they all look good. So I'm going to give it to him. I know okay. that you you think it's not deserved, but I'm giving it to him. Um, go ahead with your zeros. My zero, I'm I'm giving it to North Turner. I know I've harped on Ron, but this game plan was just pure awful by Ron or uh, North Turner. Passing the ball when you have Christian McCaffrey, when you have the lead, it, every first down it felt like we were passing the ball and we were dig ourselves in a hole and we just constantly did it. I don't, I didn't understand it. After the first couple times you got sacked on it, why were you constantly doing it? If you're gonna, if you're pushing and forcing the pass the ball, do the quick slants to DJ Moore. He catches those. Uh, That's a good one. Um, I'm giving it to Kyle Allen. I watched the game, and I saw him miss throws badly. I saw him miss open people badly. I saw him make poor decisions constantly. Now, he was under a lot of pressure because the offensive line should also get and probably would get a zero from both of us. Um, the offensive line was terrible, but Kyle had opportunities to get rid of the ball and did not take them. He also had a couple opportunities to run the ball and just didn't seem interested at all in getting easy yards like that. Um, the fumbling issue came back. He fumbled the ball twice today, only lost one, but he did fumble it twice, threw a bad interception, almost threw two more interceptions, one that was initially called an interception, called it was overturned. And then another, actually maybe even two more, that just went right through defenders' hands. Yep. Um, just a, a poor effort on Kyle Allen's part. Um, so he gets the zero for me. Yeah. And I know the stadium looked really bad this today. Should have been. It, the, this is why. This is well why. Well deserved. Yep. If there's anybody in the Panthers organization who listens to this, this is why the stadium is empty. It cost two people about $300 to go to a game to watch this type of product. And it's just, that's why. It's embarrassing. It really is. It's uh, it's not fun to do this podcast right now, honestly. Like, I'm not enjoying this. I kind um, of enjoy it to vent. I, you know what? It's cathartic for me. <laughs> My wife walked in on the very last play of the game. And I said, all right, here we go. Last play of the game. You want to watch? So she watched. And then as Kyle Allen was running backwards, I just started laughing. Like a, mani- <laughs> like a maniacal laugh, right? And she's like, why are you laughing? He- they're going to lose the game. I was like, because this is what happens. This is yeah. the Panthers in 2019. <laughs> yeah. This is, if watch that play, and that's the Panthers' whole season. You know, there's something good that could happen, but this is what happens instead. Yep. Well, I think that's it for the game. We'll take a short break and be right back with the rest of the NFL scores. <laughs> then we'll do it that's like good. That. Okay, cool. So um, who says what? So I'm We're saying because you say that. So I'm saying five. Beth. Four. Three. Two. One. one. Hey there, I'm Dave. I'm Beth, and I'm Veronica. And we are the Happy Hour. We're a podcast dedicated to the most decorated NHL franchise of all time, the Montreal Canadiens. A casual listen by Habs fans for Habs fans. 
We have new episodes every week, so have a listen. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Starting for the battle for the NFC South crown, even though the New Orleans Saints have pretty much already crowned themselves. It's the coronation of the NFC South crown now. Yeah. The Saints on Thursday, Turkey Day, defeated the Atlanta Falcons 26-18. Saints improved to 10-2, and and the Falcons fall to 3-9. The Falcons finally started to look more like the Falcons. (laughs) I guess, yeah. Everybody knows what happened on that game. That game was... Yeah, uh, that's... uh, Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Um, But let's move back to a game that happened today. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers went to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Um, Tampa Bay wins this game 28-11, to and Gardner Minshew back for the Jags at halftime after the, at this game because uh, Nick Foles is terrible. He was 7 for 14, 93 <laughs> yards, and an interception. Um, Minshew came back and injected a little life in the Jags, but the game was over. It was 25 nothing at halftime. Um, Jameis Winston just had a game manager day-to-day. Surprisingly, he was not too up. He was not too down. Uh, 21 of 33, 268 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Peyton Barber led all rushers, 17 carries, 44 yards, and two touchdowns. And Burchard Perryman led all receivers, five receptions, 87 yards. Uh, the Bucks moved to five and seven, and the Jags fall to four and eight. This leaves, uh, I don't know if we're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but we might be at this point. If we're not, I, if we're not, we're all but. I, I do not want us to still be mathematically available, and I don't want to see Ron wearing a stupid shirt like .01% or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what he does. He but he with would. that win, that makes Tampa Bay in second place at 5-7, and seven, with Carolina at third due to division at 5-7, and seven, and Atlanta at 3-9. and nine. Yeah, actually, Tampa Bay is... Uh has a better shot at making the playoffs than we do at this point. So congratulations, Ron. Mm. Oh, man. All right. Uh, well, let's move on. And moving on, the Cincinnati Bengals get their first win of the season. Woo! Congratulations. I don't understand why you would want to win at this point. Uh, they beat the New York Jets 22-6. to Eddie Dalton with hit returning to the starting job, led all passing with 243 yards and one touchdown. Joe Mixon had a Joe Mixon game where he doesn't get many yards, only 44, but gets a touchdown. And Robbie Anderson, seven receptions, 101 yards. Jets fall to four and eight. The Bengals kind of improved to one and 11. Hey, hey, they got to win, you know. Better uh, than you nope. can say about the Panthers this week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, next game on the slate, the Tennessee Titans visited the Indianapolis Colts. Titans win this one. They're on a roll, uh, 31-17. to Ryan Tannehill just continues to make magic for the Titans, I guess. 17-22, 182 yards and two touchdowns. But Jacoby Brissett had the better statistical day, I guess. 25-40, 319 yards, one touchdown, but two interceptions. Derrick Henry ran all over the Colts. 26 carries, 149 yards, and a touchdown. And Zach Paschal for Indianapolis led all receivers. Seven receptions, 109 yards. The Titans moved to 7-5. and five, 
and the Colts fall to six and six. That's a divisional game. Um, Colts are in trouble. They're probably not going to make the playoffs at this point. And Tennessee's won three in a row, won four of their last five. Their only loss coming Carolina. Yeah, if that Tennessee's now, I think winning that division. Who who would have thought putting <laughs> yeah. in Tannehill would have done that? No Dolphins fans. How bad it was Mariota. I mean, it's got to be terrible. (laughs) Pretty much. Now, speaking of the Dolphins, the Dolphins win again. The fish tank just is not a fish tank anymore. Beating the Philadelphia Eagles 37-31. to I know I picked the Eagles to win the NFC East, but them and the Cowboys, they neither team actually want to win. It's really weird. Can the Giants still win that division somehow? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're 2-10, so I don't know. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick had a Fitzpatrick day, 365 yards, three touchdowns. Miles Sanders, 17 carries, 83 yards. And Devontae Parker, seven receptions, 159 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Dolphins improve to 3-9, while the Eagles fall to 5-7. That NFC East is only one game out still. Wow. Yeah, and the uh, Redskins picked up games on both of those teams. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next game. Green Bay Packers visited the New York Giants in a snowy game that Aaron Rodgers was very comfortable playing. Green Bay wins this one 31 to 13. And if you didn't if you saw any highlights of this game, it was pretty much covered in snow. Um Rodgers was 21 of 33 with four touchdowns, no interceptions. He loves that weather. It's crazy how good he is in that weather. Yeah. It honestly is. Um, Saquon Barkley led all rushers, 19 carries, 83 yards. And Alan Lazard led all receivers, three receptions, 103 yards, and a touchdown. He had a long 43-yard touchdown pass from Rodgers to kind of break the game open early in the game. Um, but the Packers moved to nine and three and the Jets, I'm sorry, the New York Giants fall to two and 10, probably out of the NFC East race. Yep. The Pittsburgh Steelers benched Mason Rudolph and put in Ducky Hodges. Ducky is his nickname. And they defeat the paper champion Cleveland Browns 20 to 13. I love that you always call him the paper champion. (laughs) (laughs) It tells you how I feel about him. Ducky Hodges had a heck of a game, 212 yards and one touchdown. Benny Snell Jr. led all rushing with 63 yards and one touchdown. And James Washington, four receptions, 111 yards, one touchdown. The Pittsburgh Steelers improved to 7-5 and five to leave their division, while the Browns fall to 5-7. and seven. All right, next game. Uh, this was a very exciting game. The 49ers of San Francisco visit the Baltimore Ravens, and the Ravens won a very close game, 20-17. to Now, this game was played in a driving rainstorm the entire time, so I don't think we got to see the exciting, you know, offensive shootout that maybe a lot of people thought we would see, uh, but it was still a very close and entertaining game. But Lamar Jackson, you know... This guy's, I think he's going to be the MVP. 14 to 23 passing, one touchdown, 105 yards, 16 carries, 101 yards, and another touchdown. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo led all passers of 15 to 21, 165 yards, and a touchdown. Both the passing games were pretty good considering the rainstorm. Um, But Raheem Mozart 
for San Francisco has sort of defined himself as their main running back, I think. 19 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Mark Andrews led all receivers, three yards, 50, I'm sorry, three receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Baltimore moves to 10 and 2. San Francisco falls to 10 and 2. The NFC, the battle for the, the buy in the NFC is going to be, it's going to come all the way down to week 17, I think. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, speaking from a close game to not a close game, <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams demolished the Arizona Cardinals 34-7. to Jared Goff finally got back on the saddle, looked like the good quarterback that got paid a lot of money, throwing for 424 yards, two touchdowns. Todd, Guy- Todd Gurley had a, a decent game, 95 yards and a touchdown. Robert Woods, 13 receptions, 172 yards. Woo! Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, the Rams improved to 7-5. and five. Cardinals fall to 3-8-1. and one. Hi, and Next game, the Los Angeles Chargers went to the mile-high Denver Broncos Stadium and found a new way to lose. <laughs> We were. I was texting you during this game. This is ridiculous. Um, Denver wins this game 23-20 on a last-second field goal. This game was 20-20 with eight seconds left. Los Angeles had just kicked a field goal to tie it. The announcers were talking about, you know, obviously they're getting the, Denver's going to kneel the ball down here. They're just going to take this game into overtime. Well, Denver, with new quarterback Drew Locke, Decides to just take a shot down the field. Why not, right? Just, Eight seconds just, left. Just see what happens, you know? Yeah. He's got a young, strong arm. Yeah. Chuck well, it he, down there. See what happens. Yeah. He chunks the ball down there. And, of course, because it's the Chargers, the defense pass interferes. Well, At, not only like, that, he never even looked back for the ball. No, he just, like, was, plowed into the guy. It was blatant. <laughs> And that left the ball, you know, right around the 40-yard line with four seconds left, which is plenty of, especially in Denver, plenty of room for a field goal. And Denver goes out and just kicks a game-winning field goal. Just Brendan McManus, no doubt about it. Um, But Drew Locke looked pretty good in his debut, 18 for 28, 134 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Uh, Phillip Rivers looked fine, 20 of 29. 265, two touchdowns and interception. Melvin Gordon led all rushers in this game, 20 carries, 99 yards. And Mike Williams led all receivers, five receptions, 117 yards. The Chargers fall to four and eight, and the Broncos rise to four and eight. (sighs) Continuing on with the AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs, Destroyed the Oakland Raiders 40 to 9. The wheels have fallen off John Gruden's Raiders. They were doing really well at the midway through the season. He thought there could be some magic. Well, Kansas City stomped that magic out. Derek Card led all passing with 222 yards and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs led rushing with 104 yards on the ground. And Darren Waller from Hard Knocks fame had seven receptions, 100 yards receiving. Oakland now falls to 6 and 6, still chasing a wild card dream while the Chiefs look very in command of the AFC West crown for at 8 and 4. Um <clears throat> well, I guess we should just mention the other two um 
games on Thanksgiving. The Bears defeated the Lions 24 to 20, and the Bills beat up on the Cowboys 26 to 15. Um, I, I enjoyed the Bills Cowboys game. Yeah, Car- Carolina North. You know, maybe we should just do a Bills podcast. <laughs> Let's not do that. I'm still not a Bills fan. <laughs> I do like fun. <laughs> it would. I wish we could go back in time and fire Ron and promote Sean McDermott and uh, Brandon Bean at that time, though. I know, I know. Gosh. Especially, especially Brandon Bean. I think that was. Yeah. Well, that... he was being groomed for the next guy, and then. Uh, well, just... well, the problem was we kept Gettleman because Gettleman yeah. just well, got. Here. We kept Gettleman for a couple of months, and then we ended up firing Gettleman before that season started. You're absolutely correct. So but, they, if they were going to fire Gettleman, just fire him and promote Bean at that point. But the, at that point, he, he didn't do the mess up with Josh Norman. <sighs> I think the Josh Norman situation pushed. Either way, it's Richardson. Ne- I thought that was the next season. But yeah, either way, it, yeah, you're right. It was Richardson. Tepper would not have made that mistake. I, I, I choose to believe. I hope he doesn't hire a Gettleman type. He was an awful, awful GM. Well, we're going to see what happens, I think. Uh, maybe we'll talk more about that on uh, Wednesday's show. But uh, Patriots and Texans playing right now. I think the Texans just went up 6-3 on the Patriots. So that should be an entertaining game. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it. <laughs> yep. As always, we want to thank everybody for listening. You can email us at meowmixmailbag at gmail.com or leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. That's all I've got. Keep keep your heart up, man. It'll be better next year. The roster's solid. There's a silver lining in this. We're going to get a new coaching staff. We're going to have a high draft pick, hopefully. Uh, We might get Cam Newton back next year. You know, if he's Cam Newton, then the sky's the limit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, all right, well, we'll be back on Thursday, uh, normal normal schedule this week. So until then, everybody, keep pounding. <laughs>